welcome to the Waiting Room Podcast. I am your host, Marquise Trent. And I am Tracy McLean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the waiting room where we are preparing God's people for the return of the king. And yes, I have left that uh, funny music in there. Yeah, I love that music. Till we upgrade. Till we upgrade. Boom. I thought I already break out the rerun out this jump. Right. But don't that make you feel like, okay, I'm ready. It makes me feel like I'm... (laughs) Bow. And we are back. That's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets you hype. It make me feel like I'm about to start soft shoeing or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, I'm wilding out already. So, how was your week? What's today? Do you know what today is? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) R&B at its greatest. Hey, Um, man, be wild. Yeah, I mean, my week is great, awesome. I'm here. Word. So, regardless of what I go through, any mm. trials or tribulations, any, anything I any go what? through, trials or tribulations oh. that I go through, I am here. Word. So. Sound like you're saying, despite what we go through, we need to be grateful to God that we're still alive? That's a translation, y'all. I mean, I'm just saying, because some people... I don't want to say it like that, but some people don't have the guts to off themselves, but Ooh. they hate their lives so much they wish they were. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I hear you, yeah. but I can't even understand that. That's like, powerful. I don't feel like there's nothing. All right, we in it already, y'all. Let's go. I don't feel like it's nothing um, that bad to want to do it, kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when... You don't know the consequences. Like, you are not sure mm-hmm. that if I kill myself, because they, they've been, I'm, I know some churches be like, oh, if you commit suicide, God loves you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to hell. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. In my time of growing up. I remember hearing that. If you Oft. off yourself, committed suicide, by any means that's on, on your end, and it's your responsibility, mm-hmm. you're going to hell. That's how, what I was taught when I was growing up. And I was taught that too, but I'll say this, and this is not what this show is about. I questioned that just like I question a lot of stuff as I've gotten older. I ain't questioning it. Now, I ain't questioning it. I'm not saying that it's safe, and I definitely ain't rolling the dice to find out. <laughs> But, you know, hmm. I get it, though. I, I feel like it shouldn't be a question. Mm-hmm. I feel like you did not give yourself life, so you can't take life away from yourself. Or, and I feel like that's crossing the line. You didn't cross the line. And even though our father is a loving father, mm-hmm. our father is a no-nonsense father, too. True. Our father gives us grace. Mm-hmm. And he'll give us understanding if you ask, Mm -hmm. if you seek him. So if you're going through so much pain that you can't bear, clearly it can't be up okay with him for you to off yourself because he wants you to give all your pain to him. Mm -hmm. So how 
could it be okay? No. And your question is, do you go to hell? <laughs> well, I can't see you welcoming heaven in open arms and you didn't, because murder is murder. All right, so since you murder, still talking about this. I, of course. I know me, you was trying to go somewhere else, but hey. No, it's cool. This is an important thing. So the, let's let's go there, yeah. as we say. I, again, I don't have a scriptural or biblical basis from that. I understand everything that you're saying because that's the way I was taught. Uh, if you kill yourself, I mean, off yourself, you go to hell, you know. That saved a lot of lives. I'm going to just tell you. <clears throat> Amen. So one, there's, there's a few clarifications that need to be had when speaking on that as you said one okay. that's assuming that you're born again first and foremost so if you ain't born again you're going to hell anyway so let's just put, put that on the table right there i love you all i get it it's a whole lot of beliefs it's only one truth we believe that christ jesus is god in the flesh he came Absolutely. down from heaven he died uh on the cross he rose on the third day with all power in his hand and he has given us the gift of salvation through accepting his finished work on the cross, mm -hmm. turning away from your sins, and living unto him. Absolutely. So, yes. first and foremost, that's, that's first and foremost the things that have to take place for you to even be uh, properly involved in this conversation. But from that, <sighs> I don't know if I should say that. So, I believe what Tracy was saying, um, again, as I, as I came up hearing that, and I understand that. Um, I think, to me, this was the reason I said that as a caveat. Uh, the Lord understands everything that we're we going through. Mm -hmm. To me, this is how I would see it. And again, I'm not saying it right. This has been my observation as I've questioned it. This is uh, how you feel. This is how I feel okay. from, you know, Reading the scriptures, looking at life, and just understanding. Okay. One, suicide itself is a spirit. So the spirit of suicide, suicide causes one to commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you really think about it, y'all, the human uh, body, the human construct in and of itself, spirit, soul, and body, is designed to protect itself. That's why fear is there you know what i'm saying a, a lion is loose or even a dog you the average person ain't standing there just come on dog let's go like you want to preserve yourself right you know what i'm saying the mind shuts down like when a person experiences extreme levels of trauma mm -hmm. i.e uh sexual abuse or uh We'll just stick with sexual abuse. If somebody experiences extreme levels of trauma, a violent sexual encounter, things of that nature, it's, it's proven uh, through research, evidence, and conversation that people tend to separate from their consciousness, so to speak, and almost push a representative to the front because it's so overwhelming that they can't handle that feeling in and of itself. So it's like they almost push uh, 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 a representative to the front themselves then retreat back into the being. I know this might be a little deep, y'all. Just follow me. Uh, so basically, when a person experiences extreme trauma, sometimes there is a breaking of the consciousness to not experience the full blow of that force of what they're going through. So they're like, okay, this is too much. 
this is too painful. I can't deal with this. Hey, you, you go deal with that. That's why people say sometimes it feel like they had an auto body experience or they weren't there. You know what I'm saying? And I said all that to say because you're trying to protect yourself. So something has to be extreme for you to want to end it. But again, let's look at the spiritual aspect because we talk about things spiritual. What voice are you hearing in your head to say, hey, you can't take this anymore? I've taught this for years here and there that demons speak to us in the first person. A demon can speak to you in the first person with your voice. I know this sounds crazy, but I'm telling you what I've learned, what I believe that I know and other people in the faith and ministry have experienced. So if you're going through something extreme and you hear in your inner man, just like you hear your own thoughts, I can't take this no more. I can't take this no more. I can't take this no more. I don't want to be here no more. I just can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Is that coming from you? And if it's, mm. it can sound like your voice, as in sound like your thoughts. Mm -hmm. But sound the like spirits can whisper in your ear, and then you take a hold of it. So you've accepted the lie. The lie is given. The lie is distributed. You've taken a hold of it, unfortunately, by saying, yeah, I can't take this no more. I should just get it over with. And if you talk to or even heard people, they be scared. Some of them get to that time where they got the the gun they were to do it, or they got the, 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 the electricity in the tub, or the, the truck, the car, and the, 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 the hose in the car, in the, whichever form, the pills, that's one of the easy ways, do a bunch of pills, and I can, you know, a lot of times they come up to that door, and that fear comes where they like, man, I don't know, man, because that's, a, like, they know this it's final. Yeah. That finality hits them like, no, I don't know. You heard some people say, I had to talk myself up to it. But then they just get that little push from that daggone demon. And then, boom. Think about the fear, y'all. Let's paint this picture. The person said they can't do it no more. And I think I've even heard of stories like that. Where they, 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 they committed to it. But let's say they, they, they about to hang themselves. And as soon as that chair fall or they come off that bed. And they ain't got no knife. They ain't got no scissors because they committed. And the sheer horror grips them like, I made a big mistake. And then they're sitting there struggling for life, and there's nothing they can do about it. Wow. <sighs> or. <laughs> or you can, you can ask for help. You can cry out to God. And, and I said that. This is, this is why I say that. Some people feel as if crying out to God isn't enough. Yeah. Have you talked to people or heard people, well, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed? I, I actually had um, a client Okay. Um, to say that, and that they, went, they were going through a whole lot because they were in the service. And they okay. were basically all the stuff that they did over there. And I, and I can understand as a Christian believer um, to go to war... <laughs> and kill a lot of people, it's mm -hmm. a lot to deal with. Indeed, indeed. In general. And even if you're not a Christian believer, yeah. just dealing with that at all, like, and, and that's not your being, mm -hmm. you know, to just go and 
off yeah. a bunch of people that hasn't done anything to you directly. Yeah. Um, and they felt like God wasn't enough or God wasn't hearing them. But yet, <laughs> mm. but yet they reach out to an inanimate object ah. that is known as a God hmm. to that religion. And for some way they receive completeness. Um, Very and interesting. The, and the, but the truth is they started to meditate and we all know that Jesus meditated. Um, Jesus prayed. So these are the things that just, they were, I, I personally feel like they were literally experiencing the goodness of God, mm -hmm. <laughs> but saying it's Buddha. You know, the, the fat dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, can I say something to that? You can. I believe this is this is what I believe because I don't want anybody to to be misled by that statement. Uh oh. What part of the statement? The last part. I believe that the enemy. I almost know, so I don't believe. I know that the enemy. I see where you were going with it, but this is what I want to share to that. The enemy can give a false sense of peace. That's why, if you look at the scripture, it says. Uh, when Jesus came, he was the true light, the true light, because the enemy gives a false light. And just so y'all did know that today, today's episode is about the trials and tribulations of man. But clearly this is going to be helpful to somebody because we pray that the spirit direct us. And yes, suicide is higher among men anyway. So yes. yeah, let's yes. get it. So. Because there are many people that are into Buddhism, Taoism, and every other ism, <laughs> you know, and I, they will testify that they get a level of peace. And I believe personally, that's a false peace. Now, listen to what I'm saying, y'all. We are basing everything off the fact that God, Yahweh, the God of the Bible, the God of the Hebrews is truth. He's pure truth. He's unadulterated truth. Mm. So because he is mm. the truth, T-H-E-E, -E, <laughs> and mm. Jesus Christ is the king or the prince of peace, and the Holy Spirit brings the peace that surpasses mm. all carnal understanding, then that is the that is the the basis of true peace. So you can do drugs and get a level of peace. You can have sexual intercourse and in that moment have a level of peace. You can go spend money, get cars, clothes, and all of that, and you'll have a level of peace and an experience of peace. But the true peace for your inner man only comes from the, the creator of peace itself. And that's why I wanted to clarify that, because if that person, at least from my perspective of the scriptures and understanding, if he wasn't actively directing himself towards God, then he was getting a type of peace or completeness that came from the spirit realm in the form of deceit. Because, again, the scripture says, do not be deceived for even Satan himself 
transforms metamorpho metamorphosis literally changes himself into an angel of light a what an angel of what light luminescence so don't be tricked don't be deceived just because you saw an angel because satan himself can transform himself into an angel messenger of light glory to god Look like you had a moment. Let's go. Praise God. Mm. What you was what you was feeling? What you was getting? Mm. Yeah, Tracy makes the notorious she's notorious for facial facial expressions. So mm. we just might have a bunch of Tracy shirts with different facial expressions on it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Word, praise God. Um mm. the Holy Spirit is all over me and I I'm just <laughs> I was like, if I open my mouth, it might be a bunch of... <laughs> Word. Woo, boy. Okay, so it just... I guess we just there. Um, what we're speaking about as well... Is, Sorry, is, y'all. ...is very much needed. Um, Thank you, Lord. Definitely, I, I wasn't... I know, I know what you're, you're saying, and I'm, I am in agreement with that. Um, I was just saying about the young... My client himself... Mm-hmm because of the fact that he is was a born again Christian. Okay. And I felt like when he told me the story, the Buddhism was an outlet. Okay. And in the same breath when he came to me, he came to me speaking about my tree on my wall being the mustard tree and being, you know, like all about God. Word. And so his he was explaining different things and he was, and I was just like, why you want to do Buddhism now? And it was like, well, the peace, and as you say, the false peace, because it's not really, it's not God's peace. Cause God mm-hmm. gives you peace beyond understanding. Like you can't even, you can't even explain how peaceful you, be. you could literally be, you could see, something going on around you, a big tornado, and you just be so peaceful looking at mm-hmm. it and not moving one bit. It sounds crazy. It, it sounds... But it's real. It sounds what the world called crazy. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do Word. is to cut out what the world is talking about. Word. Because we are so busy moving and not understanding that it is a spiritual realm around us with in this area that is making these things happen everybody's like i don't understand why so-and-so is shooting these people it is spirits it is the cern it is all of this the suicide is like all these spirits are being let loose facts and if y'all not ready for this i'm sorry because i just want you to be at least hear it at least understand it um for so many years you go to church and everybody talk about it ain't no such thing as ghosts and I was like, wait, wait, oh, let me explain something. Let me get an understanding. It's no such thing as ghosts, but is there such thing as spirits? So <laughs> what them, the, them is? What the I, difference I, is? As a confused. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just going back to the suicide point of it, my, my thought on that, because you touched on mm, sexual abuse, and I know that was just one of the things, because... Mm-hmm. Of course, you can have trauma in many other ways. Many ways, for um, sure. So, you know, 
um, the thing as far as sexual abuse. And I do think that you, you not even just push a representative in front, you create a representative. You create and bury the pain and leave the representative That's some deep in stuff. front. And so, and you have no clue this is what you've done. You have no clue to the extent you know what happened. Now, I'm not saying you forget it all or anything like that. Maybe parts of it. Um, but you know what happened. And I'm speaking from the aspect of being raped and sexually abused. Two different things. Raped twice, sexually abused, you know, um, over years. And just knowing how God brought me out of that and knowing, and, and also knowing that at one point of time in life that I did want to commit suicide and the thing that stopped me. And it's funny because it was my teenage years, um, which is a lot of people that, you know, that I know that they'll have that part of teenage years or when the, for men, it's a little older, like, you know, like stuff get overwhelming. And so I, um, I, I just think about, because I didn't do it, it's because, and I, you know, I love God, but I was like, oh, I don't want to go nowhere but with him. For sure. So if I'm going to go to hell, nah. it, it ain't going to be my choice. Yeah. You know, it's going to, you know, I'm going to do all that I can not For to sure. go there. And so it's, it's so many things that um, we can do to help ourselves. We always look for other people to help us. We always look for other people to recognize our pain. And it's coming, this is coming from a person who's been there. And it's very important that we start to understand our pain and start to face our pain, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. But if you start to cry and you let it come out, men, mm -hmm. women, we gonna do it, we gonna cry. Men, let your feelings flow. It's okay. God wants that love. God wants you to, sh you know what I'm saying? Share. He want to carry the pain. Mm -hmm. The reason why you, you become suicidal is because you're carrying pain. And so that's one of the reasons. So don't carry pain that's not yours to carry, not yours to bear, period. You know, that's one of the things. Um, Now. Get on that land. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go. Let's get it. So you were saying that as a person that has experienced abuse like that, mm -hmm. but you was like, uh, trauma. I ain't going to hell. Oh, not on my own anyway. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> exact. I'm not. I don't even think about being strong or having a fear of killing yourself is that I think the, the fear is being somewhere that I am tortured and no longer loved by God. And I think we take it for granted, his love and his grace. I think um, being here on earth, like we, we even having our free will, you know, we, we are so loved. And we take it for granted. We'd be like, oh, man, if this was to be hell, 
Because everybody's talking about, oh, the earth is hell. Nope. Can't be. Could have hell, hellish situations. Yeah. But it ain't hell because you still have your grace and you still have, you know, the will and the choice and you still have an opportunity. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. You still have an opportunity to get with God, to go to be a part of the kingdom, to be a king. Hmm. You still have that opportunity. And so you don't have the opportunity in hell. You in hell, you there. You hit. It's, it's, that's it. Man. Ain't no more. So I don't know. I just know if we need to start to do our own evaluations, even we, if we cry. And, and I know for a, lot, for a lot of men, a lot of people give men a lot of, a lot of what is it? Flack? Flack. Yeah. A lot of flack. And, like, you can't even speak on your feelings that is pushing you towards suicide. Mm-hmm. So I know one of the one of the people that they were saying who had a beautiful light, mm-hmm. um, Twitch. He was a dancer and he was a um, DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh and yeah. He was supposed to have committed suicide. Did they ever say why they believed it, that was the case? So they said that he was. It was supposed to be a letter left. I am not gonna even get become a conspiracy theorist with this one, but I'ma just run with their story they said it was a letter left and he was saying something that happened years ago and he Mm -hmm. couldn't deal with it and so on and so forth Mm. now everybody says this man had it light like he would change the room like he just he would just his whole beings is would change everybody and change them Mm -hmm. so it's hard for me to believe that he was such a light and that he was a light without God. Okay? That's one. And so even with the, the, the biggest stress of suicide, you going, you going to God. <laughs> if you know him at all, you're going to be like, all right, God, I don't understand what's going on, why you did this, but whatever you want to do, whoever you want to blame, but you go on to him. Mm-hmm. And to think, you know, with, glad you said with this situation, he had three kids that loved him, adored him. There is just the, the description of his being doesn't make sense to him committing suicide, even with anything in the past. Now, with the flag that the world gives you, and you being the man having to carry all the weight, you would be like, oh, maybe that would be stress enough. But then that wouldn't be stress that makes sense. Because everybody knows if you commit suicide, you don't get the money. Mm. So that don't make sense. You, you get what I'm saying? So the point on, on speaking on him is just that he just was, he committed suicide, allegedly. And a lot of African-American men, not only African-American men, but a lot of African-American men, um, they're stressed beyond 
compare. Like, they are stretched out. Like, it's so much on them. And the weight is unbearable. Most of them haven't been raised by a father or a good example to say, okay, this is what you know, this is what you need. These are, these are, this is what you need to be equipped with. Mm-hmm. Even if these, these men or at that time boys or, or teenagers or whatever don't have a father, I feel like ministers need to step up mm-hmm. and become that light for them. Um, these things will assist in having other options than the end. And so my thing is, when we go to the suicide and we're talking about suicide, I don't feel, I don't feel like you have another choice if you kill yourself. I, I, well, I, don't, I don't think, you know, I mean, I didn't read in the Bible, God said, oh, if you kill yourself, you did it. But I, I want to say, wouldn't that be counted as a murder? You definitely going to be judged for killing yourself. Mm-hmm. I never finished my point, too. Mm-hmm. You was right. So that's where that was where I was going with that initially. I apologize, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't have a basis for this because the person who did kill a, a number of people killed himself in the Bible, but when Judas did it, I mean he was Judas for goodness sakes. So it's <laughs> like he had his own place in hell according yeah. to the scripture. So he, you know, that was one of the bases I would use, but that was different because. Right. He betrayed the Christ. So, yeah, he went and hung himself. But, I mean, he was out back. So you could just cancel that. Uh, But, you know, like all of the disciples, they were, you know, taken out the game by others. Uh, Paul didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Christ didn't do anything. You know, anybody else. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. They took him out the game. But I was ready to say, because mm-hmm. um, I spoke to some people about this in times past, if a person was in a, like, horrible physical pain type situation, like mm-hmm. they were captured and being tortured or something like that, and they no longer could take it, and they chose to, you know, end it, um, I, I, was, I will caveat this. And this could, again, y'all, this is only my... Supposes by all mean perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a born again Christian believer, just in general, I'm gonna say life can be extremely difficult, but no, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'll keep it all the way real with y'all. Let's let's go there, as we would say. I'm gonna I'm give an extreme example. Very extreme <laughs> example. Uh, let's say, because I read a story years ago, a couple, a few years ago. Um, I don't know what led to it, me looking this up. I mm-hmm. think what led to it is me looking at jail and prison stuff, like watching a, you know, it's a lot of guys with their own show where they, they did time where they just talk about prison stuff. And they talked about male uh sexual abuse in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the prison system. Okay. So I think I went and looked up other instances of it, and I found this story that just devastated me as a man within um, 
it's almost a pun there, but it's not even funny, for real, for real. But I went and found this story of a, a man in Africa, a young man, whatever, I don't know what age in Africa. And, you know, Africa is an interesting place. I haven't been completely to the, to the, to the uh, continent. I've been, you know, to the Middle East. I've been to Iraq, Kuwait, stuff like that. Europe, but I haven't gone to Africa yet. But, you know, you got, it's civilized, but then you have a lot of just wild, wild west type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And basically what happened, some of the soldiers from a neighboring city or town or country or whatever had came and invaded this other area, this other village. And this is, this, this part going to be graphic, so I'm going to have to mark explicit when I edit this junk. And I ain't gonna get too, 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 too crazy, but I'm gonna I'm paint this picture y'all for y'all because we're talking about real, real, real life situations because Jesus. So there was a man who told a story about these soldiers and a captain or general that invaded his city, his village, y'all. And I was in shock. Like, I probably could feel the anxiety in my body just reading this. But literally, let's just say a group of, a pl- I'm not going to say a whole platoon. I did time in the military. A whole platoon is like 32 people. Let's just say eight people. We'll even cut it down, you know, six, six per uh, uh, squad. A squad is when you see the people in the group, you got the person in the front, then you got six people in a row this way, four ways. So let's just say a squad of six people and the general. So let's say seven grown men. They bent them over and had their way with them. All of these men. What it was from? Sexually abused this this grown man. This was in Africa. So the general went first, and then the next guy went, then the next guy went, and then the next guy. And I'm like, my mind is just like, Now, it literally messed him up, y'all, clearly. This wasn't just one person. This was, it literally messed him up. He had to wear a, a diaper for some time. He couldn't sit properly for some time. Mm. Uh, like he went to, uh, mm. I forgot who he went to. He was telling his story to people. He was trying to get help and all that, and they just wouldn't help him or nothing. Like It was, it was bad, y'all. Realistically, this is me, Marquis, saying this. I could see a person checking out after something like that. I could. So that, again, I'm not saying this is right. I'm not encouraging nobody to do it. But if I was speaking on the situation, in my mind, that would be an extreme case where God either just brings you home in, 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 in your sleep or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I'm not, I'm not telling nobody to go out here and say, nope, this is too much, I can't take it, do that. I'm not saying that at all. But if there was a caveat, that would be an extreme case okay. where I would say, hey, that would be a situation between you and God. God know the extreme pain you're going through. Because at the end of the day, Sexual abuse for a woman is different for a man. Just it's just no way around that. Y'all bodies are even though it's no, uh, no. Okay. The the mental 
the, the mental standpoint of because you're a man, mm-hmm. if it's done to you by a man. Yes, then, by a man, of course. Then Not that, by a woman. That, well, it's still, you know, I've seen people have sexual, men have sexual abuse by women, and it's, it still messed them up. Yeah. Um, but if it's done to you by a man, um, for a man to know that another man violated him, mm-hmm. it's more of, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say ego, but it's more of a situation like I'm a whole man. So mm-hmm. how can I still be a man if a man slept with me? And the world's, I'm gay now. I'm gay. In which that is not the truth. You, you are still a man that's been raped. It doesn't change you being a man. Um, the pain is real, but by no means is it ever okay to take your life. I don't care how much pain mm-hmm. of this world you feel. It's just no, I mean, I can't see God. Okay, go ahead. You can do it. Go ahead, kill yourself. Well, it ain't, a, it ain't go, so go, much as a. Go right ahead. It ain't so much as a go ahead. <laughs> all right, you can do I, it. I mean, I get it. It's I a get situation what you're of. If you do it and he going to be like, you know, brother, I seen, I seen you went through such and such on Judgment Day, but you still killed. Like, yeah. it's no lie. You still killed yourself. And so, I think, and I, and I, I don't know, I, I really, your, your, your viewpoint on this part, because you know, mm-hmm. I literally move with, if I could get everybody to think, the world needs to move in the spirit. Yeah. Indeed. If you look and if you look at this, like we could conquer so much. Word. If you be like, oh, so and so said, hey, cancer spirit, get off him. Word. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Word. And we started walking around and just rebuking spirits. I'll be, oh, oh, uh, so your, your child coming in, act, going to school, acting bad, and your husband come in yelling at you. Oh, no, nah, he got an angry spirit. I rebuke that spirit <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> No, I feel what you're saying, though. I do feel what you're saying. If we move in that, because that was nothing but, for all of them to do that, you know it was nothing but demonic spirit. Yeah. Absolute demons. And so, with that being the case, I would love to know what his his belief system was, or, Mm -hmm. you know, in in that, that, because, of course, I'm going to make this a movie, too, but... Mm. Where you we where, where your name your name is in the in in hell? Like okay, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saving too many souls. We gonna get him. We gonna attack this one. And I know I know exactly what to do and how we gonna get in there. Mm-hmm. And so, throwing stuff at you, you know. So I know it. Um, I was watching the show today and they was just like, yo, guys. It's literal, it's literal, it's this serious. We have demons assigned to us. Just like people are like, you got a God and angel? You got, mm-hmm. a, you got a demon assigned to you. If, you, if you're that important, you, you know what I'm saying? Demons there, period. But if you're real important, they, you got a special one just for you. That, that's waiting for you to, to get you, you know, get you off your game. Important spiritually against the kingdom of darkness. So yeah, I understand. If you're that, that important, saying, against <laughs> and, and yeah, everybody's important. But I mean, if if God has given you one of those things, you gotta fight. But He said it anyway. <laughs> um, 
I'm just saying as if, I'm just saying this. By no means, this is me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. By no means do you kill yourself. By no, that, suicide is not an option by no means. Period. Suicide for anything. Suicide if you're sick. You know how people want to get that, kill me, I don't want to go through this, 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 this. You don't Assisted need to know. suicide. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Lord have mercy. Suicide because of rape. And yeah, I get it. I had a, I have a lot of, I, I don't, God knows. I had a lot of guys to come to me who have been molested and raped and, and talk to me about it. And it was, it was something because of the fact that I am a woman. And so they connected with me. I don't know. I don't look manly enough, but <laughs> I mean, you know, cause I went through it, but they really connected with me to tell me their story. And I thought that was something like serious. Like it was just like, well, one, you're a woman two, you're a mother. And I can see far easier a man sharing that with a woman than a, a man. That don't mean he won't, but I say easier. Yeah, yeah, I get Cause it. Cause that motherly nurturing aspect. But I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That sounds good too, but we hard, we women be hard on men, and so you you never know what you're gonna get out of somebody's mouth sometimes. Cause literally, they, you could say that story the next day. You know he gay. You know you know he and. I will say this again. If you have been molested as a boy, if you have been raped as a boy or man or whenever. Graped. Hmm? For you too. Graped. Grape. If you have been <laughs> touched in any way that you did not approve, okay, you are still a man. That does not change who you are what you are you have to fight through what the world says and just know that you are still a man can we shift gears now oh my god he wants to shift gears what? <laughs> shift gears no you good cause at the end of the day I hear you I feel you and that's the same way I was brought up I just don't, and, and this might be too technical, but I don't have a direct, clear, biblical answer to tell somebody that they're going to hell if they did that. Well, I'm not telling nobody they're going to hell. I'm just saying suicide is not the option. I'm not right. the one to tell you. I'm a, I'm a, what I'm going to do is pray, and I'm going to ask God to show you. Mm -hmm. Just in case you be like you contemplate, like God, show all those who contemplate suicide. Absolutely, cause respectfully, respectfully, y'all, and I say that like I mean it, cause I get it. I know what pain is. I know what suffering is. I I, I get it. Uh, one of the most painful, perfect example. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He does it again. One of the most perfect examples of me experiencing it and wanting to check out was many years ago. Um, I may have told, I know I said this on some podcasts and I made it on some reels and stuff in YouTube, but I used to drink pretty heavy when I was young. Uh, like 14, 15, 16, I'm drinking, you know, beer, still reserve, you know what I'm saying? Malt liquor, straight liquor. I used to drink like E&J with no chaser. 
not all the time, but a lot of times I would just put some ice cubes in the glass, pour that liquor in there, smoke my black and mild at like 15 years old, you know. So clearly my body is growing, you know what I'm saying? So I have a young teenage body, but I was drinking so often. One day I felt this real, this wild pain in my stomach. I'm like, ooh, what's that? Like that joint was hurt. And it got worse. Like, I went to eat, and this, that joint was, I mean, oh, my God. I wouldn't wish it on my enemy. I'm like, what in the world is this? So I'm like, Mom, you got to take me to the doctor. Like, something ain't right. woop de woop Took me to the doctor. They did the test, and they was like, you got gastritis. And I'm like, well, what is that? And they was like, your stomach lining is inflamed. So gastritis is when the lining of your stomach is literally like an open sore. It's inflamed. Mm. So when I tell you... To this day, I didn't had a lot of different pains. I didn't had a lot of different pains. That joint right there, because it's inside, you can't, you know, it's it, you just gotta wait it out. And it was so painful. Um, you can use pain though. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt so bad. Like it was around the holiday times. Um, so like I didn't get to eat Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner. Like mm. I had to eat like real, like real, real, real soft food and liquids, mm. and I would just be laying in the bed, rolling back and forth. So I had a revisitation when I was grown a little bit. This is like 2009. This is a long time ago. And long story short, that joint hit me. And when I started feeling coming on, I got scared. Instantly. I was like, no, 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 no. Because I, I remember when I was a teenager and that joint hit, boom. This time it was pancreatitis and gastritis. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. Y'all, I was in the hospital. I went in Thursday. I came out Saturday. So I was in the hospital for two and a half hours. This is no exaggeration. Like, not one bit. I remember it clear as day. I ain't got no reason to lie to y'all. I was in the hospital for two and a half days, 60 hours. I slept for two hours. The other 58 hours was excruciating pain. Mm. I slept one hour on one day, which was induced by morphine, and I slept an hour on another day, which was induced by morphine. The rest of the time, I was in pain. Closer to Saturday, probably like Friday, something like that, probably like Friday. I said to God, I can't take this no more. Listen, this is a blessing. Check this out. Check this out. I remember like this was yesterday. This was 14 years, almost 14 years ago. I didn't even know to really say come home. But this was my spirit, man. Like, your inner man knows heaven is home, especially when you're born again. I said, Father, I can't take this no more. I want to come home. I can't do this no more. I was in so much pain. And I'm just like I told y'all, if you heard the other episode, I heard that voice. This time I heard a voice on the inner side, never heard it audibly. And he said, no. You had to see what it was like. For those that don't have me. And I said, wow. Now listen, because what Tracy said earlier, look how Holy Ghost be doing. You can't make this up. Listen to everything that I just said. I was in pain for 58 hours. In this one moment, this one Saturday yet, I think it was like Friday, because I'm seeing myself in the uh, 
the other hospital bed because they ended up moving me from one room to the other room because I couldn't sleep with these old vet guys in here. This dude across from me, he was dying of cancer. The dude beside me, he was missing his legs and he ain't had no teeth. The dude across from me here, I don't even remember what he was going on. And the dude down the hall was, I guess, having a demonic psychological attack because he was screaming from the top of his lungs, oh God, oh God, please help me God. I couldn't sleep anyway. They woke me up. I said, Lord, I can't take this no more. I'm ready to come home. And I heard this voice said, no, you had to see what it was like for them that don't have me. As soon as I heard that phrase, I had peace. Mm. A peace came over me. Was I still in pain? Yes. But it was a peace that came over me that I was like, oh. It was just this consolation. So when she said what she said, I know what she was talking about is true. When you had a peace, ah, Holy Ghost be so good, man. Man, I pray this blessing, y'all, because it's really blessing me. Even though the brother was meditating and he found Buddha and Zen and people be searching for Nirvana and all this, that ain't, that ain't Christ, man. You know what I'm saying? In excruciating pain from an internal situation I had on, going on, I wanted to check out. I actually verbalized out my mouth to my creator, God, Lord, I can't take this no more. I want to come home. Mm. Meaning you do it. Just bring me home in my sleep, whatever. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to feel this no more. He said, no, you had to see what it's like for them that don't have me. And then a peace came over me that it was like, wow. And even though I was in pain and even though I stayed in there about one more day, I just felt okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, snap. Now, check this out. <laughs> Y'all can't see her face. Check this out. <laughs> and the, even though he was in pain, it was his flesh that was in pain. His spirit was peaceful. So much so, the flesh pain didn't matter. Let's try this one more time. Say it again. <laughs> Even though your flesh was in pain, mm -hmm. God gave you so much peace in, in your spirit. spirit. And other people say spirit man in your spirit, in your spirit man. It superseded it. Yeah, it superseded anything that you were so like, okay, he got it. I don't have to carry this. He got it. I'm good. Word. No longer did you want to check out. I feel like I had no choice either. And, and that's, <laughs> but it was there for everybody. But yeah, every, it was a piece. But that, yeah. the whole point is, it's there for everybody. Word. Matter of fact, if you're a sinner, you want you more. <laughs> Word. And as you think about that, you'd be like, whoa, God, this happened. But literally, he there for everybody. No respect of person, guys. That's what it say. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Word. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I, I just, it, it's, it's crazy because I had um, went to the hospital not too long ago, and the, the guy, I was having a pain, and the guy was like in my chest, and I was just like, oh. he was like, oh, it's probably just GERD, gas, or. Something like that. And I was like, man, ain't that. Yeah. And then 
you know, you, you got people giving you things. So in other words, you know, don't let them throw spirits on you. It's like, oh, you got anxiety spirits. Well, you be you doing the matrix over that shit. I'm not, no, that's yours. You keep that. All right, pause. Now, keyword what she said. Cause I've been doing this for years also, as she stated. This is a this is a little tool for your tool belt. When people try to speak stuff on you, you can openly say it in a nice way, or you can say it in your inner man. You just say, I don't receive that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a seed. Oh, you got anxiety. And you can just say on the inside or outside. Cause you can say it nicely or whatever. You say, nah, it's not anxiety. Or you could just say on the inner man, if you're walking away, I don't receive that. But whatever you do, reject those types of things. Reject Even for it. your children. When somebody speaks something over your children, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, they're not, most people, I believe, aren't aware of the power of the words and, 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 and mm. sowing seeds. So they just talk crazy, Absolutely. you know. But if somebody was going to speak something over your child, oh, yeah, she's going to be, you could just be like, no, I don't think so. Or you could just say in your inner man or under your breath, I counsel those words in Jesus' name. You know, I reject mm-hmm. it. I do it all the time. Yeah. I do it all the time. People might be talking to my children and stuff. Because you ain't got to be belligerent and ignorant. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just Joe blows somebody at the library. They mm-hmm. just saying something innocently. And I just, I counsel that. You know, little silly stuff too. So you just have more power than you know to keep stuff out of your spirit and sometimes if something does come in you can uproot it like i use that language i uproot those mm-hmm. seeds of whatever in jesus name i uproot those you know whatever and, and yeah. you will you'll feel that too reject it or uproot it yep so please do that it's a real practice note. let's let's do that so let's if you're suffering through anything which a lot of us are and have been it's time to reject uproot and make new. So. Word. Well, I think um, that'll just be our episode for the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't check out. Check in with God. Check in with God. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. love that. I mean, for real, because at the end of the day, y'all, I understand, man. Life is what you make it. Let me say that. And life can be real. I'm working on not telling my daughter life ain't fair and life that life isn't fair, but I'm 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 careful of the 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 perspective that I'm giving her. You right. know what I'm saying? Because that will become her program. Facts. Life. That's a seed. Many what? Yeah, because she's gonna hang on to every word Dad says. So if I program her, life ain't fair. Life ain't fair. Life ain't fair. I don't I don't want her to see it that way. Even though that may be true, I want to mm. say life is, listen to what I'm saying, though, y'all, because mm. it's real. Life isn't fair. Favor ain't fair. God's favor ain't fair. You work hard and bust your tail and did all this and did all that and did all this and did all that. And I got born again and I'm his child and he loved me and your credit score 700 and I get a better house and car to you and I ain't even had to work for it. You can be like, with a what the? With a five, six, five, oh, six. No, that's not my score, but I'm just saying. I mean, for real. And you'll be like, what the heck? This ain't fair. And I'll be like, I mean, what you want me to say? You know, so life isn't fair. Is it fair that 
white people still got more control in the world and, 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 and still got an upper hand of a lot of stuff to black people? No, that ain't fair. Can we do anything about it? Mm. Hey, we still working on it. But we can't make people like us. We can't make people love us. We can't make nothing. You know, so make the best out of every situation you have. Do all that you can do. Uh, become a better person. Trust in God. Obey God. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want her to see life as this place where you got to be walking around with your head down. No. Sweetheart, be great. God gave you gifts. God gave you talents. Learn all you can learn. Become the best you can be. And you take every day one step at a time. That's another way to escape anxiety. The Lord says, hey, don't be worried about the mom. The mom got his own troubles. And it's the truth. Mm. You might think you ain't got the money to mom. I ain't got the money to pay the bill. When the bill do? Next week. So you're telling me in seven days mm. something can't happen to change that? Mm. I know I was programmed that way. I get it. I still work on that. I'm still a work in progress on that because that's a deep-seated way of believing where you got a bill due in seven days or something going to happen in set eight days. When the bill due? Ten days. Ten whole days? 240 hours? You don't know what's going to happen in 240 hours. So why would you stress yourself out about something that's days ahead? 238 hours God can come through <laughs> Know what I'm saying Yeah 239 hours in one minute People are like Oh Dude yeah, just come in I think somebody in here Need this mm -hmm. Thank you Quick for testimony so mm -hmm. Quick testimony Like I was in a situation Where I needed $600 This was a while ago Some stuff had happened I was in a situation Where I needed $600 And I found out The day of I literally found out the day of, and if I don't have this $600, it's going to make life a little more difficult. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, bruh, where did this even come from? I'm like, what? And I'm like, man, this crazy. So I called Tracy. I said, sis, this junk crazy, but whatever, whatever. And she was like, you sound stressed. I was, I'm going to keep it a band with y'all, a whole thousand, because I want y'all to know we people just like y'all. So we ain't flying in on... Horses with, with angel wings like we ain't been through nothing. No, we'd have been through hell and high water. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage y'all to put your trust and faith in God even when it looks impossible. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah. And this was a situation. I'm like, man, I need $600 right now. And if I don't have it, it's going to make stuff uncomfortable. So, yeah, I could have went and did this and did this and moved this around, moved this around. I'm like, bro, what in the world I'm going to do? So I said, Lord. I've been doing what you asked me to do as much as I can in my power for who I am at this moment. You knew this was going to happen. So I asked that you do something about it. I, I promise y'all I'm not making this up. I said, I asked that you do something about it. And that's just all it is to it. You know I ain't going to rob nobody. You know I ain't selling no drugs. Because you wouldn't want that. No. You know, I ain't going, because God wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't want me to do this. You wouldn't want me to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've been living for you as much as I can for 13 years. You have to fix this, please. And I promise you all, from the moment I prayed that, within about an hour, maybe two hours, I think it was less, really, um, I reached out to somebody that God put on my heart. 
And I said, hey, bro, what's going on? Woody, woody, woo. And I mentioned it to him. And he was like, oh, that's no problem, bro. I got you. And it broke me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a man's man. And you know, man got the ego and we got the woo, woo, woo. But when God breaking you and molding you mm-hmm. and shaping you and doing something new in you, he, he doing something new in you. Mm-hmm. And I was just so grateful because it wasn't the man. It was God through the man. Mm-hmm. Fact. Did y'all hear that part? It wasn't the brother who was a faithful brother. It was God through the brother. So I'm telling you, I prayed and within an hour of praying, God showed up in a situation I didn't even know I had t- till that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I know what real anxiety feels like. I know what distress and pain, suffering, I know all of that stuff. And my father showed up because of my faith. I said, Lord, you know what's going on. You knew this was coming up. I'm trying to do right by you because he... Just like your child, you know your child's weaknesses and consistencies and this is and that's and this and that. So you deal with them like a mother or a father. You know what I'm saying? So he know that I was going through some things and trying to do right and trying to do his will and trying to just try, y'all, to stay on the right path. And stuff, it got a little crazy. And he showed up, y'all. $600? And, and within an hour? Mm. You ain't even got to pay it back. Just here, bro. Love you, man. It's all good. And why did I say that to say? I said that to say, yes, it is good to have good brothers and sisters in your corner. Believe God for them. Mm-hmm. Believe God to weed out the Judases and the snakes and to, and to fill your circle with good brothers and sisters Jezebel. in Christ and the Jezebels. But also learn to trust him and grow through whatever he's taking you through because it's building something in you that you're going to need down the road. One thing, I forgot who I learned this from, but this is one of the most impactful statements I ever heard. Faith that has not been tested cannot be trusted. Mm. Faith that hasn't been tested cannot can't be, be trusted. trusted. Mm. Because people say, oh, I'm going to believe God. I'm going to believe God. I'm gonna believe. If you can't believe God for Small things, and I'm not saying needing $600 in an hour is small to be real with you. I'm not saying that's, I grew my faith to that. I'm saying trust God with smaller things. How can you trust him in a major situation? Or how can you have faith in a life or death situation or a situation where you really needed to work? You ain't tested your faith with little stuff. Some real love that you need to pass. How in the world are you going to test when you need to? Pray for somebody to raise from the dead or you didn't got shot in ain't no hospital and hell breaking loose and you need, to, you need to be healed. Whatever the case may be, you got to grow through these things, y'all. That's why the waiting room is about preparing God's people for the return of the king. You got to go through and grow through. And, you know, uh, it, it, it is so wonderful, guys, that, mm, listen. <laughs> I just want to let you know, for those who haven't, are not raised with the father, and those who not, um, who don't have a relationship with the father, and I know that it's like, how do I have a relationship with the father Word. if I don't have a relationship with my father? Word. 
I'm going to tell you, totally different. <laughs> but go ahead and make that relationship because the relationship with the father will assist you with the relationship with your biological That's a word right father. there. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very important for that because I think a lot of people, you associate that relationship up with the father, with, with, you your, that up. with your father. And mm -hmm. so if, it, if it's broken, okay, um, oh, it's okay. Still read, like still get to know God because you're going you to love that relationship, okay? And God's going to open the door for you to work on that relationship. If your father's still living, if not, he's going to give you that peace that you good mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. he's not here. And... Um, because it, it's so real with that because the way the, way the world is trying to do now is like, oh, God is a woman. Bruh. And they, and they, but they say that oh, because you, you can, everybody can understand the nurturing love of a woman, of a mother. Word. You understand? Everybody feels like, yo, but the father, God, the father, Yahweh, oh my, man, that, that relationship, that nurturing, Hands down, there's no other relationship that I want. You get what I'm saying? I love my mom. I love my biological father, and I love my, my bonus father, mm -hmm. you know, and I love all that they've done and, and who they are. Word. But the relationship with God. Nothing supersedes. Can't even, nothing supersedes, nothing can give me a better peace. Word. Nothing can, can give me any kind of satisfaction that I can go to and talk to without being judged without nothing like just saying look daughter i love you i love you and you know just that that understanding peace with understanding that's the song i'm gonna write y'all ain't got it yet <laughs> but literally um that that part like understanding the relationship with the father god the only living god Word. Have a relationship with him, and everything else will move and follow into place. It will. It's not a myth. It's not a lie. I'm not just trying to get you to jump on board. This is the truth. Is this a cult? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's definitely Word. not a cult. It's the Word. truth. It's the truth. Let him show you. Jump Word. out on faith. Word. And with that said, y'all, we pray that this episode was a blessing. Uh, as y'all see, we share real-world situations, our own testimonies, mm -hmm. in hopes that you will put your trust in the King of glory, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, the Messiah, his Father, and let the Holy Spirit lead you. Uh, we have fun doing this. We look to impact people, but we're truly doing it for his glory because that's eternal. It is eternal. Uh, we're not brainwashed bimbos up here running our mouth about some stuff By no means we've really experienced uh these things these spiritual truths and our goal is to to impact people for the king man you know can i add just one more thing go ahead <laughs> it, it just came in my spirit um just to say that to those who have been molested um god delivered me to help deliver others, I but, but he delivered me and he delivered me with forgiveness for my abuser. 
Wow. And, and so it's only God. Or only him. Like, you, you can't even, only God. And so I just, I really encourage those who, if you're going through any trauma, any sexual abuse, any, any kind of trauma, though, girlfriend trauma, mama trauma, daddy trauma. Baby just, mama drama. Yeah, baby mama drama <laughs> trauma. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Build trauma, the world giving you all this stuff trauma. Yeah. All of that. Word. Gotta help you through it and help you forgive those mm -hmm. who do this to you. Yeah. Now, not not that he will have you dealing with them mm -hmm. or whatever. Gotta work whatever it's supposed to be out. Mm -hmm. But he will give you. <laughs> He gave you grace the same way you got to give others grace, but he going to show you how to do it. He going to give you that peace and that heart that you'll, you can say, wow, I forgive you. And to see things that you would never, any other time you'd be like, what? You crazy. No, God will do that. And so, you know, I just wanted to add that part that was laid on my heart. So. No, thank you for sharing because that is important. All right, y'all, so whatever platforms you are following us on, please like. I don't know if they comment on them, too. Comment. You can, you can comment on um, our YouTube page, The Waiting Room. You can go <laughs> to our, we have a website, The Waiting Room. Um, also, The Waiting Room on our Instagram page. Follow, follow. We trying to get some followers, you know what I'm saying? But no, we really want you to follow us because we're going to do some little things on there. We'll go live from time to time. We got a new a, um, a segment that we're going to be dropping <laughs> soon, and you're going to love it. And, and we're going to ask you for some, you know, questions and, you know, things, some feedback. So that's on in Instagram. So The Waiting Room 1. That's our Instagram. Follow us there. Um, Twitter, The Waiting Room. Follow us there. The, T-H-E-E, -E, Waiting Room, where... She is so animated, y'all. <laughs> where... Where what? The Waiting Room, where... Oh, we are preparing God's people for the return of the king. Y'all bless. <laughs>